Section 26 of The Wit and Humor of America, Volume 10. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Hezekiah Bedett's Opinion by Francis M. Witcher. He was a wonderful hand to moralize, husband was, especially after he began to enjoy poor health he made an observation once when he was in one of his poor turns that i never shall forget the longest day i live he says to me one winter evening as we was sitting by the fire i was a knitting i was always a wonderful great knitter and he was a smoking he was a master hand to smoke though the doctor used to tell him he'd be better off to let tobacco alone when he was well he used to take his pipe and smoke a spell after he'd got the chores done up and when he wa'n't well used to smoke the biggest part of the time well he took his pipe out of his mouth and turned toward me and i knowed something was coming for he had a particular way of looking round when he was going to say something uncommon well he says to me says he silly my name was Pris Lee, naturally, but he generally called me Silly, cause twas handier, you know. Well, he says to me, he says, Silly, and he looked pretty solemn. I tell you, he had a solemn countenance, naturally, and after he got to be deacon, twas more so. But since he'd lost his health, he looked solemner than ever, and certainly you wouldn't wonder at it if you knowed how much he underwent he was troubled with a wonderful pain in his chest and amazing weakness in the spine of his back besides the pearl sea in the side and having the auger to considerable part of the time and being broke of his rest o' nights cause he was so put to it for breath when he laid down why it's an unaccountable fact that when that man died he hadn't seen a well day in fifteen year though when he was married and for five or six years after i shouldn't desire to see a ruggeder man than he was but the time i'm speaking of he'd been out of health near upon ten year and oh dear sakes how he had altered since the first time i ever see him that was to a quiltin in square smith's a spell for sally was married i'd no idea then that sal smith was a gonna be married to sam pendergrass she'd been keeping company with mose hewlett for better'n a year and everybody said that was a settled thing and lo and behold all of a sudden she up and took sam pendergrass well that was the first time i ever see my husband and if anybody had told me then that i should ever marry him i should have said but lawful sakes i most forgot i was going to tell you what he said to me that evening and when a body begins to tell a thing i believe in finishing on it some time or other some folks have a way of talking round and round and round forevermore and never come to the point now there's miss jenkins she that was pole bingham before she was married she was the truest individual to tell a story that ever i see in all my born days but i was going to tell you what husband said he says to me says he silly says i what i didn't say what hezekiah for i didn't like his name first time i ever heard it i near killed myself laughing 
Hezekiah Bedett, says I. Well, I would give up if I had such a name. But then you know I had no more idea of marrying the feller than you had this minute of marrying the governor. I suppose you think it's curious we should have named our oldest son Hezekiah. Well, we done it to please Father and Mother Bedett. It's Father Bedett's name, and he and Mother Bedett both used to think that names had ought to go down from generation to generation. But we always called him Kerr, you know. Speaking of Kerr, he is a blessing, ain't he? And I ain't the only one that thinks so, I guess. Now, don't you ever tell nobody that I said so, but between you and me, I rather guess that if Kaiser Winkle thinks that she's going to catch Kerbet it, she is a little out of her reckoning. But I was going to tell you what husband said. He says to me, says he, silly. I says, says I, what? If I didn't say what when he said silly, he'd a kept on saying silly from time to eternity. He always did, because you know he wanted me to pay particular attention, and I generally did. No woman was ever more attentive to her husband than what I was. Well, he says to me, says he, silly, says I, what? Though I'd no idea what he was going to say, didn't know but was twas something about his sufferings, though he weren't apt to complain, but he frequently used to remark that he wouldn't wish his worst enemy to suffer one minute as he did all the time. But that can't be called grumbling, think it can? Why, I've seen him in sitivation when you'd have thought no mortal could have helped grumbling, but he didn't. He and me went once in the dead of winter in a one-hoss shay out to Booneville to see a sister of his in. You know, the snow was amazing deep in that section of the country. Well, the hoss got stuck in one of them flambergasted snowbanks, and there we saw it, unable to stir, and to cap all. When he was a-sittin' there, husband was took with a dreadful crank in his back. Now that was what I call a predicament, don't you? Most men would a swore, but husband didn't. He only said, says he, concern it. How'd you get out, did you ask? Why, we might have been sitting there to this day, for as I know, if there hadn't a happened to come across a mess of men on a double team, and they heisted us out. But I was going to tell you that observation of his, and, says he to me, says Seely, I could see by the light of the fire, there didn't happen to be no candle burning, if I didn't disremember, though my memory is sometimes rather forgetful. But I know we weren't apt to burn candles excepting when we had company. I could see by the light of the fire that his mind was uncommon solemnized. Says he to me, says he, silly. I says to him, says I, what? He says to me, we're all poor critters. End of Hezekiah Bedett's Opinion Recording by Lynette Geisel